0: You hit the correct button and you are listening to the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast episode 131, sponsored by Jim Henley's Universe, discount comic book service, and Netflix. Unless you meant to listen to Fresh Air, in which case you're confused. Now that your
1: pictures in the paper being incredibly admired, and you can
2: have it on you have ever desired, all you gotta tell me now is wow, 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 welcome to the world.
0: Welcome to the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast, episode 131, and you don't want any part of this. I am Josh, and I am here with... Connor. He surprised me. And the other one. Ron. <laughs> there it is. Oh, myfanboy.com is a website that we do because we like comic books and we read a lot of them. And then one of us, we all read them every week. And then one of us has uh, got to pick the best of the week, and that's the pick of the week. They write up a review at the website, uh, do a mini video, and then we come here and we all talk about it in unison uh and then other stuff from the week of comics that already was Uh, if you uh haven't read your books we're gonna be talking about them so don't let us ruin them for you come back after you haven't or skip around to the places that you love their show notes on the website so there uh ron you had the pick but we're not going to that quite yet
2: no, we're not. Before we dive into the Pick of the Week, we just wanted to uh, briefly mention, for those of you who uh, don't go to iFanboy.com or the Bendis Boards or some other um, noticed it in the news this uh, uh, during the week, um, a comic book retailer, uh, Dave Percola of Grand Rapids, Michigan, who owns Apparitions, Apparitions Comics and Books, uh, last weekend, unfortunately, was his store was robbed and in the robbery he was shot. And um, he's been in the hospital in critical condition. Um, so as anybody can imagine, th- that really kind of is awful. Um, and so uh, we kind of you know, did a call to arms, and we've put up a page on ifanboy.com. If you go to ifanboy.com, right in the top of the page, it's big in red letters, Fundraising to Help Dave Procola. Um, and we're raising money to help Dave out because he's in the hospital. He's doing well. Um, he's, you know, made some positive steps in the right direction, but he's still in critical condition. And, uh, because he's an independent comic book retailer, um, he doesn't, he doesn't have a whole lot of medical insurance, unfortunately, which is un- scarily, um, common across comics retailers. Uh, so what we did was we put together a, uh, PayPal donate button on there. So if you, uh, appreciate comic book retailers and want to do a good deed and help somebody out, head over to ifanboy.com and donate a couple of bucks towards Dave. Um, but more importantly, if you live in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area, go to Apparitions Comics and Books and shop there. That's the best way to to really help out. Uh, Tom and Mark are holding the fort down there at the sto- at the store and keeping it open. And um, they've got you know they've got comics, they've got trades, they've got shirts, they've got they've got statues, they got everything you need from it. it's apparently it's a great store. It's really good for indie comics as well. Jeffrey Brown is, uh, shops there quite regularly. Uh, so much in fact that uh, Dave actually appears in um, he was drawn into D- Jeffrey Brown's latest book. Um, he- so- he, he he did shop there when he lived there. Yeah, yeah. So um so it's a you know it's a great, great store. So go to Apparitions Comics and Books. It's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's on the, the address and uh, a link to uh, Google Maps of the store is on the page. So go check it out. Um, and if you have a couple bucks, it would be great if you can help out. And also uh, stay tuned because in the next upcoming weeks there's going to be a series of uh, uh, fundraising auctions from a lot of big names. So it should be pretty cool. We'll keep you posted as that happens. Um, but, yeah, but you know, it's, it's a horrible, horrible thing. I would hate to happen to my retailer. I'm sure you'd hate for it to happen to your retailer. So uh, help out if you can
0: people have been really generous so far but uh there's always more help to be had so thank you exactly
2: um and before we get to the pick real quickly stay tuned uh tune in at the end of the show to hear because we're gonna be at emerald city comic-con next week so uh uh make sure you listen to the whole show for details of that um so enough of that stuff uh we'll dive right into my pick if that's okay with you gentlemen mm, sure if connor's still here yeah, I've been reading.
1: Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. We all knew, we all knew it was coming
2: anyway. <laughs> so, um, so, so <laughs> you threw me off. What was the over under on this one? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Ninety percent
1: was, uh, was the pre. Yeah, Vegas pre- lost a bundle.
2: So this week was the was the uh, the grand entrance of Dave Sims uh, Dave Sims' new book, Glamour Puss Number One. And I've been excited for it for the past couple of months, and it finally came out. And it came to no surprise that that I picked it as the pick of the week. Um, But uh, that said, it wasn't a it wasn't just you know it wasn't a pick purely out of um, excitement. It was it was honestly truly the most fun of most fun comic book I read this week, and I I, I read a lot of them. Um, I had a stack of about I think seventeen books, and there were a couple of close contenders, but ultimately this comic book is was so far out there and was so interesting and unique that it it there was no way that I could not want you know tell everybody that I saw about it uh, it kind of harkens to the how much I'm enjoying young liars but which um, in san
0: francisco is sort of par for the course, just walking up to strangers.
2: Read a Glamour Boys! Read it! Read it! <laughs> but so um, so the, the quick story for those of you who, don't, who might not know about it, Dave Sim was the, um, he, he's the creator of Cerebus, which is a epic uh, independent comic book about an uh, earth pig um, in a kind of fantasy-like world with swords and wizards and all this kind of stuff. And um, for over 20 years, almost 30 years, right, he, uh, Dave Sim, uh self-published Cerebus, uh wrote and drew every issue he uh, later on was inked by uh, uh what was that i forget his name uh, gerhard yeah. gerhard yeah and um and it was a true true epic kind of you know fantastic accomplishment um there were some questionable points of view that came out of dave Sim's mouth uh, via the pages of Cerebus, both in the story as well as in the in the um, legendary letters pages um but uh, – which, by the way, if you ever get an opportunity to, to buy the books where he's reprinting the letters pages, or not so much reprinting the letters because he doesn't have ownership of them, but he, he's reprinting his responses, they're hysterical. But anyway um – so coming off of that, um, it's it's kind of an interesting um, thing. You know, we've seen this with Terry Moore with Echo and Jeff Smith with Razzle. These independent creators who kind of put all their work into one one title for an extended period of time, you know, ten years, twenty years, whatever. The the hardest job for them must be the next book they do, right? Yeah, I, this is like a severe case of oh crap. Yeah, the pressure—the pressure, the pressure
1: or, to, to live up to your masterpiece. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and one of the things that um, Dave Sim dealt with was um, when people asked him, "What are you going to do after Cerebus? And he finished Cerebus a couple years ago. He always responded to people that he's going to do a um, a story of uh, cute teenage girls done in his best of uh, Al Williamson photorealistic style. And because Dave Sims is a little wacky, nobody really believed him. Um, but here he is with Glamourpus, and that's exactly what he's doing. But now this isn't a true conventional comic book. There's, it's not. It, it's, um, it's, it's sequential in the way it's being told. But it's not, you know, what we're used to in terms of you know, you open the page and it's, um, and and it's telling a story from panel one to panel zero. Rather, what it is is it's almost like a. Um, it, 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 I'll, I'll be honest. It's very self indulgent and it's very um, very honest, but it's almost like a non fiction um, uh, adventure through Dave Sim trying to teach himself how to draw in the photorealistic style of Al Williamson, of Alex Raymond, of John Prentice, of Neil Adams. Um, And in the 50s, those guys were doing newspaper strips and commercial art. And what they did was they were able to develop an art style that was both photorealistic and very simple and and, uh, used a lot of economy of lines and and shading and spacing and things like that. And it's really an art style that's really kind of gone by the wayside. Um, And so what Sim has been doing is that he's been literally tracing over Alex Raymond art and John Prentiss art to teach him how to draw in that style, and the output of this book is going to be, you know, these little kind of glamor puss like high fashion early '60s couture stories that he's going to put together, as well as telling the story of these um, of this art style and of these artists. Um, it's to me, it was it's eccentric and crazy and off the wall. Um, but it's, it was so engaging and so enthralling that I just couldn't I, I couldn't put it down. It was just it was just fascinating. And so if you're, you know, I mentioned this in the iFanboy Mini, if you're a fan of the art of comics and making comics and the artistic side of things and specifically this style of art and these those those names, you know, especially, I mean, we all love Neil Adams. It's amazing to see that this is a part of Neil Adams that I, I never even thought of. And, you know, Neil Adams is a huge name in the photorealistic line of, uh, of comics. So, um, yeah, so it was just a lot of fun. Admittedly, it's not for everybody. It's a little weird, I'll be honest with you, but um, but I dug it. So that's that's kind of my that's my tale of glamorpus Um, I da- you guys didn't buy it. Hell no, I did <laughs> Why? Why hell no? <laughs>
1: well, I mean, first of all, uh, you know, I try to separate the art and the artist, and I, I tell people to do that, and I try to do as much as I can. But there's yeah. no way in hell I can support Dave Sim. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. He's uh, he wants to be over the top misogynist and indulge in that, then that's fine. And I'm just not going to support his. His wife in that in that way, so I'm not going to buy any of his books. But um,
2: which is fair, which that's that's what that's one yeah. of the that's one of the challenges with anything he does, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah. and by no means do I am I am I advocating his 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 misogyny I don't for doing it. That's my 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 own
1: you know, line in the sand. If you want to buy it, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I don't yeah. look down at anybody for buying it.
0: I don't actually know what he said. I've never read any of it. All I've heard is that he's a misogynist. Yeah. But I never understood if he was serious, if it was tongue-in-cheek, because I'd never seen it, you know. He's like, it's like one of those jokes, like, John Byrne's crazy. I don't really know why people say that. I've heard rumors of stuff that may or may not be true or whatever, but...
2: Well, I'm sure, I'm sure now people are going to flood us with examples. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great, you know, so much more for the education. I bet yeah. he's got a giant Wikipedia page that I don't want to have anything to do with. Yeah. Either way, I want my three bucks back. <laughs> Why? So you picked bored off my ass for this thing. What was this? Who cares? Oh, it was the fascinating. Art was really sort of interesting to look at.
2: It was like a magazine cat. It was like I, I oh, it's, a, know, it's, love, a, it's, a, it's a non off. it's it's a nonfiction book. I mean, it, it, this is this is know, a this is like, a book done in comic style. You know, so
0: yeah, but three you know three pages in, I got the point. Yeah. Like, the art was really neat to, l- to look at, and the idea of I – th- I really like the idea of the textures and, like, how do you draw leather so it looks like this. And how you, but yep. I think I thought it was just like – I was like, okay, it could have been accomplished in less space, and it, it just – the tongue-in-cheekiness of it wasn't funny. It wasn't clever. It was just kind of – I don't know. It 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 wasn't for me at all.
2: Well, I think I think one of the things. I mean, if you were trying to read this on Wednesday with your whole stack and everything, I I I w- should have and would have would advise against that. You need to take the time to sit down and read this. And and on Wednesday, that's actually what I did. I I, I ditched uh, work during lunch and I went and got my books. And I just I probably spent about maybe about forty minutes absorbing this book, just reading it slowly. You know and. Uh, taking it for what it was, and it's not something that you can speed through. Because if you try to speed through it, you're going to miss a lot of the nuances and things like that. So I didn't say I did that. I didn't like it. Yeah. No, I'm just I read it. I read the whole, whole thing. I yeah. gave it a chance. <laughs> like yeah. I said, it's not it's not for everybody. It's a middle. East, Ron you know. loves his um, self indulgent, quirky
1: projects. You're a big fan yeah. of people put out those things. You go nuts for them. which yeah. is Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, because it's it's something different in the market that that you just don't get anywhere. And I kind of I, I do I do enjoy Mad Genius, and I do enjoy kind of you know like that sort of thing. Um, I don't even know if it's comics. Well, and that's, and it really challenges the question of what is comics. I mean, cause it's, you know, cause like what, what is comics? There are panels, there are word balloons, you know what I mean? Like it's, like I said, I wanted to make the point and made it clear in my, in my review that this is not, um, this isn't, it's not fiction. You know, this is nonfiction. This is, and there might be a little stories that he tells. You know, within the books, but if it, it this is an artistic indulgence. This is an artistic exercise, and boring. I, yeah, and I have no idea where. Yeah, that's mature. I have no idea where he's going to take it or where he's going to. Um, or how far he can take it for, and that's part of the 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 allure of it. It's just like Jesus, like what is he doing, you know? But it's it's definitely an interesting second act, you know. You better not do anything immature for the rest of the show because I'm on your ass, buddy.
0: I'm doing a stupid old Homer Simpson joke. that makes us laugh here in the house all the time. You got to get all uppity. You don't need to protect Dave Sim, Nazi. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that, was, that was immature. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but no, by no means, again, and like Connor said, separating his politics. By no means am I, am I um, supporting his misogyny. I, I think he, the guy's crazy. But um,
0: Meanwhile, you have the full, the full catalog of the Goebbels work of his entire life, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awful. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to bring that up. That's awful.
2: Yes, it is. Yeah.
1: Listen, Goebbels was innovative in his writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: God. That's too funny. All right. So anyway, so we'll stop talking about it. I'm sorry. I apologize. Are we canceled we
1: now? Did we just cancel ourselves?
2: What? I think we're done. <laughs> Maybe by the supporting Nazis. Now we're done. <laughs> Possibly. I think that might be an a a, a um, unforgivable offense. Um, I love the book. I thought it was crazy. I thought it was great. And no way in hell was I picking DC Universe number zero. That's for sure. Well, that was the that pick that of the week, buddy. Oh, that's this DC Universe number zero shows everything that's wrong with the DC Universe. Are you crazy? No, I, this is like the most
1: exciting collection of movie trailers I've ever, I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That that sums it up pretty much. I mean, that's that
1: was the point of it. It was yeah. the, it was a tool to get you to get you to see what was happening in the DCU, so you would know if you wanted to buy different titles.
2: Right, but the thing is, is that coming coming into it, only reading like I can't imagine if somebody who was curious about DCU picked this up but have no idea what the hell's going on i agree that's not true yeah.
1: people people on the message board all over I think, had, had picked it up and, and were excited to read
2: final crisis and all these books i'm sure i'm sure that i'm sure there were but i'm sure they're also e- equally i mean like this got covered in what like they had a lot of mainstream press in this and people yeah. were watching cnn money go go pick this up and go what the hell is this i mean like it, i don't get me wrong i mean like i i thought the art and some of the writing was great i thought it was good it just i thought it represented all the continuity problems and all the problems that dc has you know with i,
1: I didn't see a single problem in this book yeah
2: Well, one thing
0: uh, I think, that and the big deal is that it was spoiled, I guess, um, is that if you are new to comics or new to DC and don't know anything about it, then the significance of the fact that they're talking about Barry Allen is completely lost because it wasn't explained. In fact, it was really, um, really subtle. I mean, like, if you didn't know, if if you had no knowledge about this stuff, and like, literally imagine if you were a dude who only read Marvel books and you didn't know anything about Barry Allen or anything, then, then... you don't know what any of this means
2: yeah i mean that that's the thing and like it was really weird because you know when the news came out and that whole thing and when i sat down and read it i thought like i thought i was sure i thought i had a misprint and i was like i'm like that's it it's over you know i thought it was really done really well done and really subtle the way that they they're bringing them back and all that kind of deal sure. and i'm not surprised that they're bringing them back because it's a crisis and that crisis are flashes and so that's you know that's far. final
0: crisis it makes sense that yeah, yeah.
2: but um but yeah, I just I just thought it was if you wanted accessibility and jump on board, uh, this this was not. I mean, even I'm reading most of this stuff, and even I was confused at a lot of it. So, uh, you apparently I, I apparently have no problem. Well, of course confusing. not. You're DC. I mean, this is this is your this is your this is your you know porn. This is I, don't the, know, I, would, I just dis, I would disagree with everything you said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You don't, do, you think that, do you think that somebody who wouldn't know it, like, do you think that they would understand the significance of the Barry Allen thing if they had no idea who he was or what the history was for that from this? Every, everybody knows who Barry Allen is. No. <laughs> that's, that's I said, if you're coming into, if you're a new reader, if you're coming into this and you'd only been reading X Men or whatever, and you don't get that he was dead or that he died in, or in the crisis or that the yellow, red, you know, represents him or the lightning bolt, like, you don't know. Then you go and you ask people. That's the point of it.
2: Well, yeah, well, yeah, but that go, that goes with anything. I mean, that's you guys, I mean, that that, go, that can go with. with no, nope, really, nobody yeah. said that this was going to be. They were going to hand it out to like, like like
1: the readers are morons and put all the pieces together and say, "Here's what's happening." They give you the story. If you like the story, you you find out what's what's going on. Yeah.
0: Seriously, though, Do, doesn't the picture at the back in the DC Nation thing look like an amateur porn still? <laughs> it really
2: kind of does. It I was... mean, like
0: it totally is like.
2: Yeah, like what, naughty adventures so, in DC. So, like, s- can somebody can uh, can somebody explain to me why like like uh, the 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 one thing that threw me off the most was the Wonder Woman stuff, the fighting Minotaurs, and then, then the cast the, the cast. What are the three hundred part of DC? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Completely. Like, yeah. what what is that?
1: They're the Roman soldiers. <laughs> just,
2: you know it I? just it just makes all sense, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't read they Wonder look, Woman, but I mean, it makes perfect sense to me reading it. Yeah. They look like Spart. They're Spartan soldiers. Yeah, they're Spartans. The, well, who cares how they're drawn? I mean, it's basically they said they're the, the given, they're taking. The women are the women failed in bringing peace to the world, and the men are going to do it. I don't know. I don't right. read Wonder Woman, but it seemed pretty straightforward to me. You know who they are, though, is what I'm. They're soldiers. I don't know. I assume they're <laughs> soldiers of the men. I don't read the book, but I, it seemed pretty clear there was a bunch of That's men fun. coming There's in that. to take the
0: okay I mean it, it, it's it's only something that shows up in Wonder Woman then it's not like an old d c universe thing that was my question like like I don't know who Libra is is that somebody new or somebody old? He's a villain he's an old JLA villain okay see it's just it's they're it's a completely honest question <laughs> It's gonna be one of these shows. <laughs> How about those Avengers? <laughs> God I hope we all like this That's boring. <laughs>
1: Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested in The Secret Invasion, but I, there's just there's too much setup and exposition going on.
2: I, I, mean, have to say, the- I, I have to say I love Jimmy Chung, and he should be drawing science fiction all the time. Yep. Yeah.
0: You're right. It was a lot of pages for not a lot of stuff to happen, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was very much a, a definition of, of decompressed, like, in the sense, like, I think he thought, they said, like, well, this has to happen in this issue, and then when they plotted out, like, Boy, it's really not quite enough to fill an issue, I guess.
1: I think okay. after last week's Mighty Avengers, and then you come to this week, it's just like well, nothing is happening.
2: This is this is this is it, it's. I, I have to agree. I enjoyed this story. I enjoyed it, um, and like I said, I really enjoyed the art. But the fact that it's it's like I remember a couple, a couple weeks ago, Connor, you were talking about like you wanted Secret Invasion two to come out, and you had the energy, and like I feel like the energy is dissipating a little. Totally. Yeah. So.
0: Um, yeah, but how long has it been? Is I mean, has it been a month? The book's not late. No, it's like, not late. It's not on schedule. schedule. Yeah, it's on schedule. So, I mean... It- they'd have to be weekly in order to keep up our
2: our anticipation for that i guess yeah. i guess
0: what's happening But is they had
2: that, but they have that opportunity to do that with the ancillary books like this and while yeah. I, while i understand this is laying the groundwork for the story and things are going to be important and stuff like that it seems it, it is drawing it out a little too much
0: Well it depends on what on what your stra- what your your strategy your your philosophy is on on crossovers like are you actually going to have the whole real story happen in Secret Invasion in which case just like Civil War the real story beats can't happen in the other books so they've yeah. got to put something in there Yeah I will say though that th- you know, thank God there was finally a, a worthy reveal.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're, they're really the, Bendis is really playing the twenty-two page boom with a cliffhanger, to, you know, reveal yeah. at the end kind of format. Um, and you know, and, and there there you have it. Uh, Spider Woman is a Skrull. And, so
0: then this goes back to how long has she been a scroll? Yeah.
2: Well, didn't she when she
0: first joined New Avengers? She
1: had that shadowy conversation with somebody in an alleyway. I remember that happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I mean, it's clearly from from way back.
2: What I thought, what I thought was genius was the was the the explanation on the scroll side, just saying how explaining like we've identified a series of people with with sketchy backgrounds who we could replace and probably go unnoticed, um, which I thought was really really interesting and an aspect of kind of playing into the fact that people die and come back all the time and and let's let's leverage that and use that. I thought that was really interesting. So, yeah, yeah, all right. Um, did I mean, you did you know Green Lantern number thirty was approved by the Comics Code Authority? I thank God because I didn't want to uh, have to give it back. <laughs> I just, I'm quick. fascinated now by what DC submits to the authority and what they don't. So. I,
0: I didn't realize that they were picking and choosing.
2: Yeah, like they must be. I think so. They, they, yeah, they, think.
0: they submit whatever they want. Yeah.
2: Hey, I this, didn't know this, they still so-
0: is this a worthy update to the? Uh, who do you think works in the Comics Code Authority office? I mean, right. like, <laughs> like really, like, 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 like staff? Like, like, do they have an admin or is just some
2: guys? Like the guy comes in in the morning, he's like, "Any he come in today?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just like a really long day. And it's then like just the, a bunch of Disney
0: books, and they don't bother reading them anymore.
2: Exactly, they just they just stamp all these Archie books. and – <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, there's a threesome going on in them. They're letting it all go. But no one reads the damn sign anyway. Is this a volunteer organization? Is someone salaried? <laughs> Who is the Comics Code Authority? Does anyone know? <laughs> so this was Pick of the Week last month. Yeah. Uh, the last issue, I mean. Not this book last month. That wouldn't have made any sense. Um, what would you think? More, more good?
1: More good. I think Jeff I think Johns is really, really, really good at retconning.
2: Yeah, I just I mean, almost spit. Great, I just almost amazing. spit out my. I just almost spit out my drink. That was a great line. He's, he's really, really good at retconning. That's. I mean, I mean he, like, he really is. I mean, yeah. that's, that's
1: the, the, I mean that's his, his strength. I mean, he, this is total retcon. He retconned Abin Sur, his death, his his the reason why he was coming to Earth, the reason why he was in a ship, which was never really explained before. Um, yeah. He's I really, really good nice. at taking things that are unexplained and then and then saying this is why it happened and this is why it's relevant to what's happening now. Now, now everything is tied into Blackest Night.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. which he's
1: uh, like he's like a magician. He just weaves his magic wand, and everything is c- connected again.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I thought it was a really nice streamlining of what we'd seen. It felt a little. It like, felt like because we just watched the uh, the new frontier, frontier animated. and I was just like, this feels a little familiar. Like he's in the same desert mesas and all that and stuff. But. Uh,
2: it was, you know, it was good. I, I liked it. I, I was, think, uh, I th- I, again, I think it's, it's. Johns is just taking obvious things and spinning them in a modern way, and like, like the fact that Avon Sur was in a spaceship never crossed my mind. Yeah, never, never was, crossed my really, mind. I was like, really, wow, yeah, like really observant. You know, like he's so good at
0: just picking up that thing off the floor. Yep, he's like a, he's like he's on a CSI show. <laughs> <laughs> in comics. And he just he just flies like, no, no, there's a hair fiber over there. No one saw that. That's amazing.
2: How about that two page spread when um the do you accept this duty? Whew. Ivan Reese is good. Yeah, Yeah, yes. Yeah, Yeah. really good. Um and Josh, you're returning one of your favorite characters. Wait a minute now. (laughs) I I thought that the the, I thought the fact that there was
0: a cultural uh, abnormality uh, in Pie Face was uh, interesting. I don't really have much uh, affinity for the character either way. Um, <laughs> X. Hammond looks like Howard Hughes. Yeah. And uh, there we go. All right. Fantastic. Well, there's not, it's not, it's not a hell of a lot to say about it. But I think that the point is, like, just look at, look at what he did with what, what he had there. It's like, just when you thought everything had been explored... There's more. It's, well, he retold you know, the
1: origin, and a, and a thing that most people who are reading this book probably know already. Um, but he did it in a new way that was make it relevant to his storyline. And I think also, what we're finding is a lot of people are picking up Green Lantern who
0: never did before, or who
1: never read a Hal Jordan book before. So it is it is good to re- go back and retell this
0: because there are people yeah, who don't know it. Totally. Oh yeah, and it, it absolutely still sticks with the. You know, it's not like it changed anything. It's not. It's not. it It's not like a full on retcon.
2: Yeah, like it's, it's not like all of a sudden Hal Jordan was a was an orphan, you know what I mean? Like it's not, you know, like right. they you know, they didn't they didn't dramatically change an aspect of his of his origin. It's just it's I what I feel is if it's what was conde- what was done in 12 pages in the 50s now is being done over 3 issues now. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we're seeing a lot more of the in-between moments and the motivations and the thoughts behind it, you know, which I think is it's good. Not, so
0: it's not really unlike you know Batman year 1. You know, like it's a it's a modern updating, you know, whereas Batman Year One was very gritty and adult. This sort of fits
2: the mood of Green Lantern better, I suppose. But this is canon. Or this is in the continuity. Well.
1: <laughs> it will, until the next time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh, well. Nothing
0: is in stone.
1: <laughs> Except Jim Bat- Hanley's universe. <laughs> yeah, ba- they have Batman Year One there, I bet. Jim, Jim Hanley's universe is one of America's best, most progressive comic book stores. Jim Hanley's universe offers the best selection of comic titles and related merchandise. From mainstream to manga to minis, Jim Hanley's Universe has it all. They're located opposite the Empire State Building in Midtown Manhattan and 325 New Dorp Lane in Staten Island. You can visit them on the web at jhuniverse.com or at myspace.com slash jimhanley'suniverse. Jim Hanley's Universe, where art and literature meet.
2: Cool. So um, a bunch of other quickies, little uh, little things to note. Um, uh, local number 11 finally came out. <laughs> Sons <laughs> of bitches. <laughs> um, Brian Wood, Ryan Kelly's um, uh, fantastic the indie series that I'm loving, um, but just never comes out, um, which just hurts every time. It, it's at the point now where, like, there's only one more issue and I can't wait because it hurts when it comes out because it's just like, oh, God, it's been so long. But, well, I saw um,
1: on his blog that he that they they're
2: talking about maybe doing an oversized collection of all the. Oh, uh, that would be awesome. That'd be so so good. I mean, th- this one is gonna sell, This one should sell in in a collected edition. I mean, definitely. I mean, cause, I've been waiting for yeah, it. So yeah. I'm. Not, yeah. yeah. So um yeah no it was really really good. It was a great story. It was I mean the the, the I got to give Wood credit that that these stories are really personal and emotional and and but not in a cheesy kind of way in a realistic kind of way and it's really kind of i mean and, and ryan kelly's art is just I, I can't wait for that uh that i think it's a minx book yeah the the new york four book that they're doing together um yeah so yeah i dug it so yeah pe- this this one took place pe- in toronto so people people often ask um where are the books
1: for children yes and why aren't more kids reading books yeah books yeah. Uh Triple X Zombies, that's the book for kids.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute, this isn't approved by the Comics Code. <laughs> well, no. <It's> certainly not. <laughs> um like honestly,
0: listen. He there was okay, this they had the book <laughs> And it was like Look what we've done so far. We have to end it, and we can't go out on the fizzle. So let's be – we ate and fucked babies before or whatever. It was just horrible shit happening in the oh, other they ones. They ate
2: babies. They-, they ate babies. They didn't fuck the babies. So. That's
0: how uh. fucked up I think this book is. That
2: <laughs> I've just forgotten how much
0: depravity is in it. But seriously, seriously, listen to me. Listen to me. Let none suck. <laughs> oh, my God. There wasn't even a zombie in that scene. <laughs> just oh it's just awful and then and then 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 like random threesome breaks out foursome and then just when you th- oh, oh yeah foursome look at that some. I I missed some uh, and then just when you think everything's gonna he's dead yep. like oh this yeah. book was so much fun like it was completely over the top in every way that it could be yeah you know and 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 I it was just good comics I had fun with it only, yeah again though only for kids yeah <laughs>
1: Well, you, yikes! Well, you, it was well, like it was like every page got progressively crazier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Rick, if you're not okay, let us know. We can help. We'll, we'll send somebody over there. We'll do an intervention. But
1: then, but then the last two pages just becomes like strange.
0: <laughs> what strange? <laughs> oh, so man. be grandpa. Whatever.
2: Go with Very, it.
1: Very strange, but awesome.
2: Yeah, disturbing almost even, but in a good way. So, <laughs> um, I really had fun with that mini. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was, and I can't wait for the next one. I mean, the next one, Army of Frankenstein. Um, looks looks like it should be pretty interesting. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm almost scared to get the next one. Yeah, I know, exactly, which is kind of right. You know, that's kind of what they're going he tries for. to
0: outdo himself and gross on the next one. Well, <laughs>
2: there's nowhere to go. There's really nowhere left to go. <laughs>
0: there's not enough staff at the Comics Code Authority to take care of
2: that. <laughs> Um so you you want to talk about uh, strange um I picked up uh Helen Killer number 1. Um I heard this a lot. I heard this word a lot. What is, what is this? Um from Arcana Comics. Um it was uh it was written by Andrew Kreisberg and uh, art by Matthew JLD Rice and um uh, basically here's the here's the elevator pitch. What if we took Helen Keller and made her Helen Killer. And by uh, doing that, what they've done is they've given her fantastic training and powers, and she's becoming a government uh, assassin slash bodyguard for the president.
0: Okay, She I was a, a one real question. person. <laughs> I know.
2: <Yeah. laughs> what possible advantage... Would she have as a killer? Well, 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 because she's unassuming. Because she's the poor little blind girl. Um, Does she have? Does she have like her her remaining three senses heightened? Well, no. What happens is that apparently, apparently, one one millionth salt. Apparently, she's um she's been given a pair of glasses that has a little switch that allows her to see. Okay, Uh, ridiculous. (laughs) Yes, it's
0: completely ridiculous. But um, O'Connor didn't buy the Dave Sim book. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this book's this book's wrong. This book's more wrong than Triple X Zombies.
2: Well, because it, um, it, it's called the Omnical, and um, actually, what it does is it also not only does allow her to see, but it also um, gives her strength and <laughs> and ability. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was designed by Alexander Graham Bell. And um, <laughs> it's one of those kind of playing with history that is just very funny. And um pretty- what a hell! The fact, the fact, the fact that it started at the water fountain, the water spigot, with the moment where she was able to lo- the, the 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 you know the legendary you know um, miracle worker moment, it, it made me laugh out loud. and I just thought it was funny, so I thought it was a high concept that was <laughs> one of the greatest comic book in the world. The art was all right, but it was just, <laughs> I don't think that they, I don't think this one's going to get optioned. No, I don't think so. But it was pretty. No, but it, it was funny because there's one scene where she's fighting and she's using her cane as like a billy club, and I'm like, oh, she's like Daredevil.
1: Uh, speaking speaking of daredevil
0: i just wanted to really quickly mention uh the daredevil uh blood of the tarantula like uh, it was a special just a one shot um with with ed i don't write books by myself brubaker uh (laughs) and andy parks uh with uh, art by chris samney um and if if uh there was ever a sort of a a, a person who could fill in for Michael Lark, I, I can go with Chris Samney I'd be, yeah. I'd be okay with good. that. Art was really good, Re- it. Yeah. really really nice. Um, it basically, villain turned vigilante, just a f- sort of a fun one shot in 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 the sort of Daredevil that's been stuck in the it mire was of
1: ref- refreshing to not have a book yes. about
0: Daredevil moping over Mila. Yeah, exactly. that's and true. A, yeah. It was just like oh, it was just a good fun Daredevil story, and it was really just a very nice to see because it had been a little while. Do you think that Brubaker sits back in a big chair
1: and just sends out plots
0: to people to write up? <laughs> all, right, all
2: right, here's the idea. I got an idea.
0: <laughs> when I was in was on my senior year in high school, I had a lab partner uh, for chemistry, and he did all the work, but I still got an A. <laughs> That's what Brubaker's going towards. He's got co-writers on everything now.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's a cheater. <laughs> there it is. I'm calling him out. <laughs> oh. oh man. So um, yeah, no, I liked it. I thought that was pretty good. So. Um, yeah so it was it was an it was an average week of comic. I had a lot of indie books actually. I had a lot of um uh image books and and stuff like that like not you know which I thought was always a fun week, you know, when it's it's a little off the beaten path. But um Still young Blood. I don't Oh yeah, Young Are you still with Young Blood? Still blind, young blood. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so I don't know
1: why. <laughs> you sound really confused.
2: <laughs> I am. Um, oh, real quickly, real quick. I just forgot the the tales of the fear agent. The trade paperback of a bunch of one shots came out, and it, I haven't read it yet, but it looks beautiful. Um, it didn't come to my store. I was. Pissed. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, but it's, you should totally pick it up when it comes out. It looks awesome. A bunch of different creators on it. It looks really cool. So. Um, But anyway, so a bunch of other comic books came came out, and if you head over to ifanboy.com forward slash comics, you can see all the comics that came out, and all the users at ifanboy and the community um, have kind of weighed in with some of their opinions, so uh, we wanted to uh, discuss some of those. Um, and the first one comes from Timmy Wood, who uh, wrote a review of Teen Titans Year One Number 4, uh, which was also approved by the Comics Code. And um, he gave the story a 5 out of 5 and the art a 4 out of 5. And he says, you know what? I've been enjoying this miniseries. I haven't been screaming about it, but I really enjoyed it. Something happened in this issue, issue though, that really spoke out to me. You see, I was that kid in high school that was very much like Kid Flash. And I strongly recommend you to go read the rest of his review because he gets very personal. Um, and he goes on to say about how he he had a friend who was more popular, and he was always kind of the second fiddle. And he kind of really picks up on a theme of this book, which was uh, you know kind of Flash kind of trying to take the forefront. So um,
1: here's the thing about this book, and, and um, first of all, this issue was a month and a half late. Yeah, you
2: know, but anyway, but, um, I didn't notice.
1: Uh, I Ron and I both love this book. I think we're, I think you're, I'm still loving. it. Are you still loving it, Ron?
2: Yeah, I'm still loving it.
1: Yep. The art is still fantastic. I think Amy Wolfram's got a really good handle on the characters' uh, dialogue, and she knows these characters pretty well. Here's my only problem with the book, which didn't hit me until till reading this one. The, what happened to the plot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what happened to all the mentors acting out, Green, Green Arrow robbing a, robbing a truck? I feel, like I, missed, I feel like I missed an issue. Batman slapping Robin and Aquaman. Have they not dealt with that? No. no. It has, in fact, it has been completely dropped. It's not even been mentioned. Since. So maybe Batman's issue. just a child beater. And Green Arrow's a felon. I mean, there's been no yeah. mention whatsoever to the, to this story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> In fact, it that seems to have gone back to normal. Yeah. That's a basic problem right there. Yeah. This was the fourth issue? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can hear yourself a problem there, Ms. Wolfram. Yeah, there yeah. It is. yeah. it's kind of
1: confusing. I, no, I, I finished the issue and I went, wait a minute.
0: What happened to the story?
1: That's like, a what fantastic
2: observation, you? Connor.
1: <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Like, I'm enjoying the little character moments. I think she just really well understanding yeah. the, the team dynamics and everything. And, and this was a great issue with Kid Flash's jealousy of Robin, but there was a story to this book. Yeah. And now, and now it seems like it's a, it's a bunch of, of vignettes, which is fine, but what happened to the plot? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. My problem. That's
0: my only problem, which is otherwise... It'll be a, it'll not be not a panel in the next issue. it just be like, oh, and all of them were apprehended as imposters. Anyway.
1: Remember when I was Rob, mind control? That yeah. was funny. <laughs>
0: Ow. Anyway.
1: Weird. Yeah. Anyway. That's so Jazz, jazz Lawyer, uh, he's reviewing Immortal Iron Fist number 14. He gave the story a 2 out of 5 and the art 3 out of 5 and says, Here was a lot of noise made from both Brubaker and Fraction about how they were going to really build on the legacy aspect of Iron Fist and Danny Rand, and it sounded exciting and unique for the Marvel Universe. Kung Fu billionaire? Brilliant idea for a comic book, even better with leg- legacy mystical powers. The trouble was, as soon as the story moved from New York to the world of mysticalness, it lost its footing. Fraction and Brubaker clearly have a great love for the pulpy origins of Iron Fist, but their revamping of the legacy concept never really was clear, and added, adding six other cities and six other mystical champions did not help to make things. Um, it's hard to argue with some, the, hard to argue with some, the jazz lawyer. This book made me curse like Gordon Ramsay on Hell's Kitchen.
2: <laughs> I thought you dropped it?
1: Did you take your shirt? No, remember? Off as I well? remember I said I was going to finish the arc, and then and then I said I was going to finish. Oh right, I right, was right. Finish out Brubaker and Brindis, uh, Brubaker factions run when they announced they were leaving. Yeah. Um, i opened this book and saw that none of the art was by david aja yeah who I've, i i understand now is most of the reason why i was buying this book and now I, it's, it's just like there's how many pencils there's four pens there's four artists in this book oh. yeah and i just the story doesn't just me enough to keep me going and the art is very very pedestrian it's just like there's
2: nothing there's nothing i enjoy about this book anymore what's fascinating about this comic book is that i don't have it i bought it but it's not in my stack <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where it went to. <laughs> Did you read it? Yeah, I read it. I totally remember reading it. I just don't know where it went.
0: <laughs> Shit. I, 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 I liked it just fine. I think I gave it a three or maybe a four. I don't know. It was it was, it was what it was. I mean, I I had fun fun enough with it. All right. Um. This 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 current
1: seven page story seven art part story arc went on at least two yeah. parts too long. I agree. And, I agree. Uh, I I don't even think I'm gonna finish out their run now. Wow. Yeah, it was just it was just disappointing and I saw there was I I saw such no David Aja name and I just started cursing on my couch. Such potential. Totally such potential. Yeah.
0: Totally wasted. Yeah. Again, I didn't feel that strongly about it in the negative. I mean, all right. I mean, next um uh pool girl who reads all of her comics by the pool. Uh, <laughs> I like that it, she's got a gimmick. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what she does and they and they don't get wet. It's an amazing trick. Uh, I read Usagi Yojimbo 111 uh, and gave this uh, story 4 out of 5 and art 5 out of 5 um, and, and she said at the start of the new year I set out to try a buttload of new books not from the big two this including books I've always wanted to read for ages and Usagi Yojimbo is one of those books on my hit list so imagine my surprise when checking out uh, the Dark Horse previews I saw a copy, I saw that this was the start of a new story and I have to say I really freaking enjoyed it uh, I, I didn't feel lost at all it ticked all my boxes and maybe it's because I'm getting tired of capes but um, you know, that's actually exactly how I, I came on to Usagi Ojimbo. It's one of those books that I've been eating to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> um, no, that's, that's how I started reading it. Uh, <laughs> Dear pool girl, when I first came on Usagi Yojimbo, Ojimbo, um, no, it was just like one of those books, like I was like, I feel like I should be reading this or at least, you know, somebody, I, somebody should. So yeah. why don't I, um, and this issue, 111, is exactly what she said. It's a really good place. If you if you wanted to try it, this will tell you exactly what it is. It's a little funny. It's a little goofy. It's a little traditional Japanese samurai. Um, really, there's a couple of pages in this where you see Sakai's art. Because um, like, it looks really it's, – it's, again, I've used this before, but it's deceptively simple. Um, there's sort of one page in here where they meet like a, a, a wandering female samurai, and she reveals her arm – um that's got tattoos all over it um, and it's just a beautiful page like it's uh, like the lines in it are so simple, but you can see like her musculature and the tattoos all at the same time and it, with all the other line all the other sort of simple cartooning in it, it stands out um, but it really makes it's nice cool so if, if go go check that out. um awesome babbling.
2: So um, so you can head over to ifanboy.com forward slash comics and check out all the comics that came out and leave a review and rate uh, the comics that you bought this week and go next week and do your pull list. And um, if you need to buy your comics, uh, you can head over to the Discount Comic Book Service at dcbservice.com. Um, they've got monthly specials up to 75% off on all the, all the major publishers. Uh, typically, they've got 40% off off the major publishers like Marvel and DC. Uh, they've got flat rate shipping at five ninety five for all US orders. So no, no matter how much you order, it's five ninety five, which is awesome. Um, um, and you can buy anything that comes in the previews catalog. They've also got f- over 5,400 5, – sorry, 5,400 trade paperbacks in stock and available for order. And if you make an order, you can go to their website and track your order online and you can see every point where it is as it's quickly delivered to you expediently. So um, head over to dcbservice.com. That's dcbservice, one word, .com and uh, sign up for discount comic book service today.
0: I see that the first email is from my hometown <laughs> well, where I live now, anyway. Uh, Edward from Queens, New York writes in, and it says, I've been thinking about this for a while, but I wanted to get a more informed opinion. Beyond the obvious financial rewards, well, there you go, and possible influx of new fans, what exactly are the, is the point of movie adaptations of comic books? Uh, every possible story has, can, and will be told in the works, birth, medium... Done so without the encumbrance of having to explain everything to a new audience, and with the added benefit of decades of history behind every story. What on earth can a movie do for a comic book story that a comic book hasn't done for itself? Thank you. And and when he was and when he wrote that, he was uh, he was wearing Adidas pants.
2: <laughs> That's my guess. This is <laughs> this is like and- this is like baiting us. This is not. This <laughs> isn't even fair.
1: <laughs> this is tying into uh, this weekend is the Iron Man release. If you want to hear our thoughts on Iron Man, you can check out our special edition podcast on Iron Man, which will be in the feed if you're listening on iTunes right
0: behind this one. Yep, so and or download it directly from the site.
2: And I guess I guess what um, what comics can do sometimes, but not as much as movies, is make you giggle and glee when you see it come to life in front of you.
1: That's the that's the big thing I think is that it makes you feel like these things are real.
0: It's also it's a it's a it's a different sensation I suppose. Yep. Like you can put chocolate in in one thing and it's going to taste one way, and then you can make a different kind of chocolate thing with something else, and it, it's different.
2: Okay. I mean,
0: the thing is, like they they both exist for for different people for different experiences. For me, I, I mean, a, a comic book is different than a movie, right? I, I guess, and and you know, like some people really like to see it come alive, and you know, the, and the fact is, you know, the financial rewards and the influx of new fans, well,
2: that's usually enough. Yeah,
0: you know, for most people, but. You know.
2: it, it's the uh, you can't get over the magic of movies, and you can't get over the excitement of when when it's done really really well. Um, and you know, and it, it's it's for the same reason why they take a comic and they do a kids version of it, or they do a cartoon, or they do a movie. I mean, it just it's part of it's a business, but part of it's just different interpretations. And you've got these rich stories and rich characters. You know, see what somebody could do with it. You know, so. you,
0: know th- th- you know, the other aspect of it is that you know, like it or not. A hundred times more people are are going to be uh, open to seeing a movie than going to read the comic books. Totally, more more than that. More, more. More, yeah, more than that. I mean, like yeah. a lot more. You know, so so you know, if if it's a story that's worthy of telling, it might have been told every which way but Sunday. But it doesn't matter if only a hundred thousand people are ever going to read it.
2: Yeah, you
1: and know? some some might say that not having the benefit of decades of history is a benefit to the movie as opposed to the comic book.
2: Yeah, some might say, if only you had one some more might day. S-
1: Some might say that uh, it frees up the movie people to tell tell better stories than (laughs) some of the comics being told.
2: Some might say that, too. Yes.
1: (laughs) Ross Ross from Waterloo, Ontario, Canada says, "Um, I hope all of us will be around for the first four-digit issue of a comic book, which will most likely be action comics and followed by detective comics. So other than... These books, which co- comics do you think will make it to the 1,000th issue? Specifically, do you think any Marvel books will reach the 1,000th milestone? Also, what will you guys still be reading at the time, or will you be reading comics at all? And I um, did some math, which was hard on my brain, because math doesn't like my brain. <laughs> Action Comics is 136 issues away from 1,000. That's crazy. Which, Wait, is, no. which is which is 11 years. And Detective Comics is 156 issues. It was 13 years. So we're, we're about... A little over a decade away from a thousandth issue, assuming these comics still exist in ten years, which is,
0: I think, a big assumption to make. So then, Marvel on the on the Marvel side,
2: you don't think Superman? You don't think? Th- I'm sorry, wait, that's interrupt, Josh. But you don't think Action Comics or Attack of Comics will be around in ten years? I think it's possible they won't be. Yeah. Oh wow! I I don't I would I would never fa- I Maybe it's just because it's it's the you know childlike innocence or whatever. But I would never I can't fathom a world where that doesn't they're not in print. That's that's fascinating. Sure, I
1: can absolutely fathom. Yeah. I can anything's possible with corporations. Anything.
2: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Okay. Um, I I think there's a better chance that they'll exist before a Marvel book exists. So. Well, not, I don't, I don't, I, a Marvel book will never reach a thousand issues. No, unc- uncanny. The
0: would be, no, the first candidate would be Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, no, actually,
2: I think right now it's Spider Man because Spider Man's doing the weekly thing, so they're they're quickly gaining numbers. Yeah. So we had another email about this that we that we didn't read online. Um, that was you know inquiring about because Fantastic Four and uh, uh, Amazing Spider Man are pretty much neck and neck, and and Spider Man is still
1: thirty seven years away. Jesus they, Christ! They go to they go to back yeah. to monthly on Spider Man. I mean, it's it's still we're talking even at a. Uh, even at a weekly, three times
2: a month, month fit pace, we're still talking I about. Predict, pace.
0: Yeah. I predict. I uh, predict. AD. Yeah.
2: Done. Yeah. Nice. Well, way to go. Way to go. Yeah. I went on,
0: way on to a go limb. Go out on a limb. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, well, I have to go out on a limb sometimes because uh, I play it safe when I have Netflix. I don't know what that means because uh, it works so good. I got over ninety thousand titles. No late fees. Free shipping both ways. We got the HD with the Blu-ray titles. Super fast delivery there and back because there's you probably a little depository area very close to where you live. Uh, plans start from four ninety nine, and you can get a free two-week trial if you go over to netflix.com slash iFanboy. Uh, I have a big stack of West Wing here thanks to them. Cool.
2: So um, on to the voicemail. Our first voicemail. Well, first, 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 if you wanted to email us, you could have emailed us at contactifanboy.com. And on to the voicemail. So our first voicemail comes in with a reaction to a, a, a question from a previous show.
1: This is Jim Ski from St. Louis calling. I cannot believe I'm placing this call, but female shapeshifters can have babies because, God help us all, Mystique is Nightcrawler's mom. As per the classic Chuck Austin run of X-Men, which I bought every single goddamn copy of for some reason. And... I am embarrassed. I should oh this is Jimsky. This is a prank call. Goodbye.
2: Well, I, I I'm so glad Jimsky called in to remind us of that, but I've gotta make a little correction in that um we found out that Nightcrawler was uh, the son of Mystique in X Men Unlimited number four, which came out in March ninety four, wasn't written by Chuck Austin, rather the great X Men scribe Scott Lobdell. So there you have so, it. There
0: was a there was a lot of irony and sarcasm going on there between the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> the great Chuck Austin, amazing Scott La Yeah. Are you guys counting that? Does that does is that or just or is it like uh or is it like Connor's got his own DC continuity? You uh, you will no uh,
2: no I'm counting it. I exist. I'm, uh, no. I, yeah. It, it happened. It's in it's a way, continuity.
0: Uh. She doesn't count for all shapeshifters.
2: Right, true, yeah. We, uh, who knows the, I mean, her shapeshifting. She might have been a, a woman, born a woman, and her mutant power is shapeshifting, as opposed to somebody right. like more or like uh, more for, so, you know. So else.
0: internally, she would still have ovaries and whatnot. Right. Well, wow, this I mean, it's, this
2: it's this, this question that, is yeah. never going to get answered properly. <laughs> I think that we should touch on this question every single week <laughs> okay. until it's solved. Please call in or write in with your opinion. We want to hear from you. So, <laughs> all right, our next voicemail calls Connor out. I don't think it really does. I know, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is Tad Stones in Locking Out of California, and this one's for Connor. In the comments for your uh, mini, it came from the storage unit. You said that as a kid you bought anything with Robin on it. Uh, I need a follow-up, because in animation they were always trying to get us to put kids and dogs into shows in order to connect with the audience. My response was always, kids don't want to be Robin, they want to be Batman. So... What was the fascination with the Boy Wonder? Was I wrong all that time? Um, are you, or are you the exception that proves the rule?
0: Bye. Well, Connor, can you speak for all children and validate his entire career for him?
1: <laughs> yes. Or I invalidate it? Their all children. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, only speaking for,
1: for myself. Well, I think, first of all, I remember reading an interview with Bob Kane, the creator of Batman, uh, or the co-creator of Batman, depending on what you believe. Um, who said that Robin was created in order to have a character that kids could relate to? They wanted someone who kids could look want to be because they didn't think kids would want to be Batman. Uh, and I think that's pretty true. When I was a kid, I didn't I didn't want to be Batman. I wanted to be Robin, and I wanted to hang out with Batman. Uh, Interesting. So in that sense, whenever there was a whenever I bought back issues, I always bought back Batman comics that had Robin on the cover. You can look at my 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 boxes and see comics with Robin on the cover all over the place. And That was. When I was a kid, even now, really, given the choice, I mean, you like was, Nightwing. I'd I'd rather be Nightwing than Batman. Right Nightwing's a lot more well-adjusted.
2: Yeah, you yeah. Know.
0: I know, uh, I know. You're making me go back and think about it right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what did I want? What did I? You know, like, did I want to be Han Solo or Luke Skywalker? Because Luke Skywalker was sort of the kid sidekick at the first one, anyway.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: I think Lou. It's just it, I think I think it's 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 just uh, when you're younger, you f- you find someone you can more you can picture yourself being because he's a kid, you're a kid. You can picture yourself in that role much easier than you can picture being an angry d- Avenger of the night. Um, just
0: <laughs> <some> <laughs> you really to. pull out those Batman phrases effortlessly. I must say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like I'm impressed. <laughs> so I wouldn't I
1: wouldn't invalidate your entire career, Tad. But you might want to re reevaluate your life <laughs> man wow. heavy, heavy words heavy words no, I mean I <laughs> think it becomes a big deal I do I do think that that's I, I, I've heard that note before that that they always want more kids in the t- cartoons to have something to relate to I don't know that that's necessarily true I think in this instance though because Batman is such a strong character I think that maybe like hmm. that, I wasn't that way with other sidekicks like I didn't it was only Robin for some reason, Robin really resonated. I, I wasn't, like, see, seeking out other sidekicks actively. It was over that one. Fascinating. I, he might be a special
0: case. All right. I wanted to be Wonder Woman. Is that... That's weird. Is that say it? That's weird. No, that's weird?
2: Yeah. Um, so if you want to call in and... your wife. have a discussion with your wife. <laughs> Yeet. Um If you want to call Please in and... <laughs> what? <laughs> if you want to call in and weigh in on the, um, on the Robin debate, you can call us at one eighty eight fanboys is 1-888-326-2697. All right, cool. So, uh, wrap this sucker up. So, I want to remind you go to ifanboy.com, uh, click on the David Percola fundraising link, and donate if you can. We really appreciate it.
0: Mm. Uh, that would be very good. Uh, and then, uh, you call me in a yawn. Uh, <laughs> get to, not because of the the cause, just yeah. like. No, no, right. Yeah. Um, if uh like we said we're gonna be going to seattle uh next week so we'll be at the convention there and uh shooting a show because that's what we do when we go to conventions if you see us there make sure you say hi uh i will not go over here now
2: it's at the it's it's the specifically the emerald city comic-con um yes. and we're all very very excited the guys from around comics are going to be there we're gonna be hanging out with them and we're gonna be doing our thing out there so um it should be fun
1: yeah yay And this week on iFanboy.com, it is Grant Morrison Week. If you watched the video show yesterday, you saw we did a whole retrospective on our favorite work from Grant Morrison. Every mini this week is going to have a Grant Morrison theme except for the shipping list and the pick of the week. Um, And there's going to be lots of writing about Grant Morrison. So if you like Grant Morrison or not, (laughs) come to iFanboy.com for Grant Morrison Week.
0: (laughs)
2: Uh yes. Um, also so uh
1: that yeah Morrison last week's show. Sorry.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. That that would be kicking off Grant Morrison week uh, yeah, except yeah. for Sunday there's very except for the mention of it today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also look for uh, written content on the site yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. So there you
2: go. Yeah, and you can head over to iFanboy.com and check out all that written content. Um not all, we're gonna be writing about Grant Morrison, Gordon the Interns gonna be writing about Grant Morrison. I b- believe also our our good friends Paul Dini and Jonathan Hickman will be writing about Paul, Grant Morrison, so it's gonna be a bevy of Grant Morrison on iFanboy.com next week. And iFanboy.com, ifanboy.com is your place to go for to find uh, all the comics that are coming out each week, and you can do your pull list as we mentioned earlier and um and print it, bring it to the store. It's awesome. So
1: I dropped my pull list last week. <laughs> You dropped it somewhere on the somewhere in
2: the new york city subway <laughs> It's my pull list from last week. Oh, I thought you unsubscribed from your pull list. You're no, like, oh, I'm, really dro- dro- "I'm dropping it. It's not it's not doing anything for me."
1: <laughs> I had it in my back pocket and then and then I got in the subway when I I sat down and it must have fallen out on my out of my back pocket cuz it's a big piece of paper small pocket and yeah. um I got to the store, reached my pocket, it was gone. So Connor
0: in his tiny pocket pants again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Curses foiled again. It's my entire viral market. A-
0: I can't even put a pen in these. Yeah. These pockets are so back. tiny. Yeah, so.
1: Someone picked up a piece of paper and went, what the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> Probably threw sure. the tracks, started a track fire. That's why the trains were delayed last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you had been wearing an iFanboy t-shirt, they would have been able to spot you. Yep. Now, this piece yes. of paper says iFanboy. And, oh, there's an intern there. You good sir. Uh, you could have gotten that at Jinx.com slash ifanboy. Uh, send the pictures of yourself wearing the shirts to jinx.com and they'll give you stickers and then send them to us too because we think it's cool. Yeah, it
2: is. Um, as we mentioned, you can email us at contact.ifanboy.com or leave a voicemail at one eight 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 fanboys That's one 326 2697
1: You can check out uh, stuff at the ifanboy store. ifanboy.com slash store. You can see all the books we talk about in the video show as well as other items of interest. And you can also be our friends on social networks by going to
0: ifanboy.com slash about and finding all the links to our social networks. Uh, One really, really good way to help us, and we haven't really been asking a lot about this lately, but uh, if you haven't left a review for um, this show or the video show or the minis or any of those, uh, please just take a minute, um, do us a favor, go over to iTunes. And, uh, and, and write up a review I'm not saying you have to say it's great but uh, tell, you know l- uh, write down what you think uh, leave a little word, give it a rating do that, but uh, only takes a minute uh, if you could do that, we would really really appreciate that thank you very much, and also if you know anybody else you think might like the show, uh, tell them about it
2: definitely, and if you like what we do um, head over to ifanboy.com forward slash donations you can donate to the show, donate to the site help us, uh, help us uh, doing it for you every week, every day, podcast every day coming at you from ifanboy.com Something yeah, DJ. I know. <laughs>
0: We're going to be coming at you late in the nighttime if that's when you choose to listen to the show. But then it's going to be – I think – you know what? That was one of the worst outros ever, and I think it was my fault. <laughs> it's all so, right. There it is. There I, it is. I,
2: I'm, I'm willing I, I'm willing to admit my own mistakes. <laughs> um, so um, it don't, as Connor mentioned earlier, don't forget, head over, um, if you check in the feed, you can check out the our Iron Man review podcast. So um, don't forget to listen to that, and hopefully you saw Iron Man so don't listen don't with give not. it away yeah well yeah don't, I mean, <laughs> you, now we know what you think <laughs> well no i say hopefully because because if you listen to the podcast and you didn't see it then there's really no point listening to it so hopefully but if we
0: go on the podcast and we, and we all say it's horrible yeah and we can't give away whether we say it or not because then they won't bother listening <laughs>
2: right exactly so that's all i meant i'm sorry
0: i'm completely uh, confused now <laughs> what let's end the show who are you I don't know. <laughs> who am I? I mean, inside. <laughs> All right, till next week, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. And we just established I don't know who the hell I am. I I'll be Josh, though. Why'd you want to be my friend when I feel like the children running out of hands? Welcome to the working week. Oh, I welcome to the week.